Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. Today's episode is all about skin health. So I'm joined by Joanna Krisiak today to talk about how our internal environment affects our external environment, and that's the skin. So if you have any skin problems like acne, we're going to talk about why the skin gut link is so important and a huge factor in healing your skin, as well as other things like foods, the best and worst foods for skin, how to understand which ones work for you, uh, going to look into lifestyle and stress and different topicals that can be great for healing our skin, and just looking at how to heal our skin holistically and how different contributing factors that you might not have thought of thought of actually can worsen your skin and contribute to things like breakouts. So super excited to dive into this with Joanna and hear about her story. Otherwise, before we get started, I just want to mention my online PCOS course is launching next month in February. And this is your step-by-step guide to healing PCOS naturally. So this is for you if you feel clueless about what to do for your PCOS, if you're transitioning into a more natural approach, if you're sick of trying diets and pills with no success, if you need a step-by-step guide to follow, and if you want to heal your PCOS naturally but don't know where to start. So this teaches you how to ditch the diets and use real food and find a long-term natural approach to PCOS that works for you. So this is going to include video, audio lessons, PDFs, guides, uh, homework, a private community, all of that so that you can really understand what are the fundamental core issues with PCOS and how we need to address those to heal. So if you're interested, you can head to my website, laurence-anez.com forward slash PCOS course, and you can sign up for the waitlist there. That will get you exclusive access to when the course launches. You'll be the first to know. And then a special promo code so that you can get the special offer that will be um, offered for the first few days. So definitely get on that if this speaks to you. If you have any questions, you can shoot me a message. Uh, you can also head to Instagram at laurence.inez and all of the links are in my bio. So definitely check that out. Uh, because it will be launching in the next few weeks. So let's get started on this episode, talking all about skin. I hope you guys love it. So let's do it. Welcome, Joanna, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Of course. So today we're going to be talking about skin health specifically and the gut. I think this is a really important topic. It's also a topic that I'm really close to because I've had quite a journey with these two areas. Of course, they are very much linked as we're going to discuss. Um, So I'm super stoked to talk about this topic today. So before we dive into all the nitty gritty, can you kind of talk about your journey with health? Yes, of course. So I started really getting into health and fitness when I was already a teenager, but I went down a bad route. I didn't really know what I was doing at all. So I ended up having a bad relationship with food and exercise. Thankfully, I got out of that and I started reverse dieting and fixing my metabolism. After that, I really found that I love health and fitness. So I threw away my studies of becoming a civil engineer and decided to pursue my dream of becoming a health and fitness coach to help other women feel confident and awesome in their bodies. So during this whole process, I always had really bad skin issues, which was really weird because no one in my family usually had these issues with skin problems, right? So I'd get breakouts on my forehead. I would get these really weird dots around my nose and my face that weren't really pimples. They were just like 
red dots that were gathering all over. And I went to see a dermatologist. Um, actually, sorry, before I went to see a dermatologist, I went to go see a hormone doctor. So um, I also damaged my hormones because of my bad relationship with food. And she put me on a hormone or birth control. And obviously with birth control, your skin gets very nice and clean and shiny. But right when you stop using birth control, it all comes back because you're not really fixing a problem. You're really just putting a Band-Aid on it. So after that, I went also to a dermatologist to finally find out what's wrong with my skin. And what she did... Actually, you know what? Sorry, can I start again? Yeah. <laughs> start from the very beginning. I'm not going to start from the very beginning. I'm just going to yeah. start from the part where I start talking about my skin. I forgot about one thing. So no sorry. Worries. No worries. I on my notes. Okay. So <laughs> once again, so during that whole process, I was always having skin issues. I was trying to fix it first only externally with like a beauty, beautician and an esthetician where she'd be doing different face backs and just different treatments on my skin. And I wasted a lot of money on that and nothing was really helping. So I, after that, I went to a hormonal doctor to help me with my hormone issues that I was having also at the time. And she put me on hormonal birth control and that really didn't help at all. It was, it was good during the, during when I was taking the birth control, but after I got off it, it all came back because I was just putting a bandaid on it and not fixing the actual problem. So after I got it all back again, I finally decided to go to a dermatologist. So the dermatologist um, actually prescribed me something that's called Isotec. And this is a very strong drug because even if, for an example, if you get pregnant, it's, you can, your baby can be literally damaged because of the pills that you're taking. Kind so of I, like Accutane kind of thing? Yeah, something yeah. similar to that. And um, I had to take birth control with that so I wouldn't get pregnant. So obviously I was fully on drugs and everything was great with my skin, but I just didn't feel good internally. I just, I always felt foggy. I wasn't, I wasn't being myself. I was having these mood swings and I just was not feeling good. My skin looked great though, right? Um, after a year of taking that, I honestly got off just because I finished my medication and I was just like, let's see how this goes. My skin's looking really good right now. Maybe I'll be good. So everything was great until about eight months after I started, stopped taking that Isotec that, that my dermatologist prescribed me. And after those eight months, everything started coming back again and I was just heartbroken. I felt that I was doing everything wrong. I just didn't know what to do. So I tried a different more holistic dermatologist who was amazing. He just looked at my face and right away he knew that it was gut issues. So what we did is he told me that honesty is going to be all trial and error. So what we did is we tried an elimination diet. I was eliminating different foods for, through, through different periods of time. And I discovered that I was gluten intolerant because of gluten, all of this was coming up on my face. And after finding really a good diet that I could follow is that really suits my body. After about five months, my skin has been completely clear. I'm not taking any medications. It's all only coming from the right supplementation and the right diet. 
Wow, I have so many things to say about this because I also have an interesting journey with my skin. Um, basically, since I was like a teenager, it was just horrible. And then kind of like you, I don't really have like um, family history of this. So I was like, why do I have this? And for five years, it was like the cystic acne. And I did all of the topical creams and I went to all the dermatologists and doctors. And at one point, they literally had like nothing for me anymore because they were like, we have no idea why you're breaking out, blah, blah, blah like you're healthy and yeah it was really fixing the gut which was the first thing um especially we know the hormonal imbalances it all starts with the gut as well so I totally agree and I know that you know topical treatments can be great but if you're not addressing what's inside then you know it's going to show up externally exactly like I said it's just a band-aid that you're putting on and when you get off it usually just all comes back because you're not getting rid of the root problem Exactly. Yeah. Do you see this a lot with uh, clients as well? If they have skin issues, like they've been kind of doing like the topical treatments, but they haven't been addressing the internal. Yeah, for sure. So my clients don't, well, my clients don't come for me for skin problems usually, but it's one of the things that they're very self-conscious about. So when we start their fitness journey, um, I ask them what they want to fix and everything. And usually they say just their appearance and they have skin problems. And after we start introducing these different habits that I'm going to be talking about later and um, different diet approach, they notice that not only is their body looking better, but also their skin and their they're just more clear and their digestion is so much better. So it's all really just linked. And this would not be an episode about gut health if we would not talk about the huge celery juice hype, right? So when it comes to celery juice, it I'm just going to say it right away. It doesn't taste good, okay? It doesn't taste good. I'm actually at the beginning of my celery juice journey and I haven't seen major results from it yet just because I'm not doing it long enough. But I have seen other women have amazing, amazing results. And they, the crazy thing is that they all have different conditions. And the celery juice just clears it all out. And it's honestly, it's, the, it's a game changer. It is honestly, I think it's hugely life changing. And I actually introduced it to one of my clients and she started doing it. And she has been doing it for longer than me, actually, which is kind of funny. But she has seen amazing results from it. She feels light. She feels her digestion working. She had many, many um, digestive digestive issues, and she feels so much better. She's losing weight. She's feeling more comfortable in her body. Now, this is a lot of different things, obviously, not just the celery juice. But I believe that celery juice was a huge, huge contribution to this. And like I said, it doesn't taste good. It takes some time to get used to, but I wouldn't be telling you this if it wasn't worth it. I wouldn't be telling you uh, to take the time out of your day and the time out of your morning to make this juice and drink it if it wasn't worth it. And the best way to actually drink the celery juice is straight up in the morning on an empty stomach, freshly squeezed celery juice. You're supposed to do 16 ounces. I recommend starting slow and growing up. So try half of it and slowly start adding more and more until you get to that 16 ounces because 16 ounces was way too much for me. I couldn't drink it. I couldn't finish it. And like I said, it doesn't taste good and you can't add anything to it. I get a lot of questions about if I can add honey or some lemon or some apples into the juice. And the answer is no. That's because it changes the structure and it changes the way it's going to um, react to your body. So it's not going to have all the benefits 
if you add different ingredients into the celery juice. So it has to be straight up celery juice right up in the morning. After 15 minutes of drinking it, you can start your day, you can eat your breakfast or drink your coffee, do whatever you want. But the first thing you want to do is drink that celery juice and not during the day, not in the evening. What you want to do is do it in the morning on an empty stomach. That is the best way that works the most. And like I said, straight up, it's going to take some getting used to, but it is so, so worth it. So get on that celery juice hype and tag us in it, right? If you're drinking the celery juice, go ahead and tag me. Mine is at joejoanna.fit. And let's make a celery juice party out of this because it is so worth it. It's going to be life-changing, trust me. Yes, I love my celery juice too. I've been doing it for a while now and I actually like the taste. I don't know if I'm weird, but I've definitely been doing it in the morning and it has for sure helped my digestion. So that's a great recommendation and it's really becoming popular nowadays as well. You mentioned food. Of course, food is a big one. Um, it can provoke you know, inflammatory processes in the body if we can't digest it properly, if we react to it, etc. And then obviously there is like the the sugars and the hydrogenated oils and the fried foods and, you know, all of those kind of foods that promote inflammation in pretty much everybody. But then there's also like specific foods that could be, you may be reacting to just specifically you. Um, Cause I know people like I've already re reacted to like cacao or spinach or things like that, but you mentioned gluten. Were there other foods that came up for you? Yeah, so um, obviously for everyone, it might be different. So like I said, it's all going to be, if you want to do it holistically, it's really all going to be trial and error, eliminating foods for about two weeks. So you can really find out if it's affecting your skin or not. So for me, I haven't been eating dairy for about two and a half years now. So even before I knew about my gut health, I wasn't eating dairy already back then. So definitely dairy is a huge factor for your digestion and your skin health and i have noticed that when i eat a little bit of dairy here and there i definitely do break out much more another thing is going to be like i said gluten before also and like you said any processed foods really another really interesting food is eggs so a lot of people um are intolerant to eggs for me i have also noticed that if i eat too much eggs then i do break out more but when I stick to about one egg a day, I am totally fine. So like I said, it really depends on your body, on your history, and how your body reacts to certain foods. It can be different for everyone. Yeah, totally agree. And it's interesting that you brought up the eggs as well, because I was very severely reacting to eggs. And then mm -hmm. I had to cut it out for like three years, which was so painful. But, um, but I had to heal my gut during that time. And now I can eat them once in a while, no problem. So yeah, it does change a lot. But then there are some common ones like dairy, a huge one, totally agree. Um, wheat, gluten, corn, soy, eggs, those are kind of like the big ones that you want to look out for. And I think it's also important to note that a lot of people will say that, oh, they did an allergy test, like they're not allergic to any foods, but this is going to be not really like the skin prick test. Like that's not really going to show you these foods that you're kind of reacting to or that can promote an inflammatory response. It's more about the sensitivity or intolerant test. But as you mentioned with um, elimination diet, because a lot of these tests are really expensive too, and you may have to go see like a specific doctor who does it. But elimination diet is like the cheapest way and the most effective way to actually pinpoint what you're reacting to. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really good way of, you know, finding out what you should avoid personally. 
Yeah, exactly. I was just want to talk, uh, touch up a little bit more on these allergy tests. Like you said, sometimes it can really, it, they're not very accurate. So sometimes it can show us that we're allergic to foods, but when we eat them, we don't see an reaction at all. And also the other way, sometimes it can show us that we're not allergic to a food, but when we eat it, we get a different reaction. So like I said, if you really want to find out and pinpoint what that food really is, you're going to have to go through an elimination. And you, like you said, you don't have to be terrified. I definitely was terrified at the very beginning because when I started reading about gut health and all the things I'm going to have to eliminate, I found out that I'm literally going to be only eating, I don't know, salads all day. And I cannot see that happening. And it's not like that. So when you're reading all these articles, don't be terrified. Take it small steps. So for me, the first thing I did was eliminate eggs for two weeks. After I noticed that it wasn't that, I limited nuts for, oh yeah, I didn't touch a problem, but nuts are also a huge allergen. So peanuts for sure and different kinds of nuts. So I eliminated nuts for two weeks, found out that peanuts aren't really good with my digestion and then gluten. So you're going to have to go through these phases and you can't be really terrified and just go cold turkey and cut all these foods out because that's not the point. We want to be eating a whole healthy diet where you can have all these foods in moderation. Totally agree. And then I also think it's important to know, like for me, um, when you're going through this gut healing, you might need to avoid certain foods that are quote unquote healthy. Um, but as you heal your gut, then you may be able to introduce them again. So it's not like for life either. Um, yeah. But I mean, for, for general purposes, I do think that dairy and gluten um, specifically, yeah, if you yeah, if you have skin problems, then it's probably something that you won't really want to introduce again. But of course, it's like you know, individualized. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. those ones are usually like big triggers. Yeah, there are five foods that we should really just, or five type of foods that we should really eliminate if we really want to be healthy for our gut and just internally overall. And that's definitely dairy products, gluten, any processed foods, and sugar. Um, nuts may be for you and also alcohol and cigarettes. Alcohol and cigarettes are huge when it comes to overall health. And a lot of people don't touch up on this. If you're already into health and fitness, it's obvious to you, but not to everyone. It is really. Yeah, those are the big ones. Um, and usually people see a huge difference when they do eliminate it within a few days. Yeah. Um, especially you have skin problems, then that is definitely a big deal. So of course, nutrition is, you know, fundamental for healing, especially with skin problems. Uh, but what else affects our skin? Well, definitely how we're treating it externally. So um, what I usually see is that people only either treat it externally or only treat it internally. And you have to have a good blend of both. So doing things for external for your skin is, for an example, getting rid of bacteria, having a good cleanser to do that, cleaning your skin at least twice a day. I wouldn't recommend going over three. That's a little bit too much because you want some bacteria to be on your skin because we don't want to get rid of everything. We just want to get a bit of the bad bacteria, the dirt, the dead skin cells. That's what we really don't want on our skin. But when we're going to be over cleaning it, our skin's just going to become way too sensitive. So you want to have a good balance of that. Also, hydrating your skin is super important. So using creams, using sheet masks, face masks, um, at least two to three times a week, you want to do a face mask that's hydrating. 
Um, and like I said, just hydrating, especially if you're living in a cold country, that's super important. Now it's um, New Year's and January, it's getting cold. It is cold already where I'm living here. So my skin has definitely affected that. So you have to be sure you're hiding your skin properly because when our skin is dry, it's full of bacteria and dead skin cells. It's much easier for us to break out. Yeah, exactly. And what, um, is there anything that you notice with like stress as well or like sleep hygiene, things like that? Yes, yes, of course. So sleep is huge for overall health, of course. Um, getting eight hours of sleep minimum. I'm not going to lie, I always had eight hours of sleep. I was huge on sleep all my life, so I didn't really see a change in that. But some of my clients definitely do see a change. But I, like I said, sleeping alone is not going to help. This is just going to be a little bit like an add-on to when you're changing your diet, you know? Yeah, completely agree. And, and so... Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but another thing is obviously um, hydration. So not only hydrating your skin externally, but also hydrating internally. So drinking lots of water because you want to get those toxins out. You want to flush your body out. And when you drink a lot of more water, then your skin is going to hydrate internally by itself. And like I said, you're going to get rid of those toxins. And speaking of toxins and flushing them out, um, when you do have acne specifically, I mean, it is also kind of an indicator that the elimination pathways are not really functioning at their best, like the liver, kidneys, um, bowels, because the toxins need to get out some someplace, so they kind of show up on the skin. And that's what I definitely saw with my health. I think as soon as I started addressing the gut and the liver, I saw huge changes. So it's really important um, for people to note that um, it's really important to address their digestion, and that's not just like, you know, having a poop once a day. There's a lot more that goes into it. And of course, we're going to be talking about um, the gut-skin link. I think you touched on how important that was. So where did you really start with your gut healing when you first went to the, was it the holistic dermatologist? Yes, yes, the holistic dermatologist. So um, my first thing was starting the elimination diet, like I mentioned before. I already was a health and fitness coach, so I knew a lot about health and fitness and was already uh, doing a lot of things like hydrating, taking good care of my skin, sleeping well, like I said before. But another huge thing was I was taking the right supplements. So there are some supplements that you can take that will help your digestion um, and your, your healthy bacteria in your gut function more properly. So one huge thing for sure is I was started taking probiotics and digestive enzymes that I never took before. Those were huge for my digestion. I literally saw a change one day after another. So that was definitely a big step for me. Another thing is I started drinking bone broth at night. So my last meal was usually some fermented food, so either a cabbage or pickles, something like that, and bone broth. Now, I am mostly plant-based. If you're vegan, obviously, this might not work for you, but if you're not, if you're just plant-based and you have some animal products here and there, bone broth really is a huge, huge game changer when it comes to healing your gut and having proper digestion. 
totally agree with bone broth. I love it. And it's also amazing for your immunity. So especially at this time of the year where everyone's getting sick, I think that's a great um, kind of soup to sip on. You yeah. can also make it yourself easily or buy it. Um, obviously make sure it's good quality, but yeah, I love that as well. I think that's a really good suggestion. Yeah. It's important also to drink it during, well, that's what works best for me. And that's what I have read upon and seen the biggest results in is drinking it. Um, before you go to bed because when we go to bed obviously a bunch of different chemical reactions are going into our body that don't happen during the day and we're kind of in this uh, fasting phase which is very important for our gut so all those good bacteria all that good stuff from the bone broth is really going to help you heal your gut and it also can help with sleep as well because of the amino acids in there. Yeah. So I actually do that as well. If I don't make my own, I also have a powdered bone broth that I put into like this turmeric reishi latte and it actually tastes really bizarre um, <laughs> blend, but it actually tastes really good. And then it helps me go to sleep as well. So yeah, exactly. Another supplement that I wanted to also touch up on is um, glutamine. So glutamine is huge. I, it wasn't all, before I was taking any supplements, I was kind of scared of them. I was like, oh, I don't really need them. But if you're trying to heal your gut, those are the three big supplements you want to take. So like I said before, digestive enzymes, probiotics, and that glutamine. Glutamine is amazing. You can take it either in the morning, either at night, or just do a little bit of both. And it is huge for recovery. It really helps the body build itself up again. So when you're having digestive issues, you might be dealing with leaky gut as well. So it's going to really help your body build up and recover your gut. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorite supplements. I also use it post-workout because it's also great for you know recovery, like you said. It's also the preferred fuel for the enterocytes in the gut lining. So yeah. repairing that um, gut lining, as you mentioned, with leaky gut. Yeah, totally agree. Those are some of my favorite supplements as well. And that's a great starting point for people as well. Um, usually, I mean, the bone broth, it's like food source. Glutamine is usually in powder form, mm -hmm. um, which is nice to kind of start using kind of like foods or powders or liquids. Uh, especially for gut healing, right? Because it's going to be easier to absorb and assimilate. So I think that's a great place to start as well. And then using food as much as possible as medicine, as you mentioned, the fermented foods, um, that's a great way to get those added probiotics in your diet as well. And yeah. so what about topical solutions? So we talked about internally, which is obviously the foundation, but then there are some things that you can use topically as well for skin, right? Yes, that's very true. So um, definitely you want, I know some creams can be expensive, but you definitely want to go trying as natural and as organic as possible. You don't want all the silicones and all that jam on your skin because it's not going to help you. You want to go plain Jane. So for an example, I can go through my skincare routine if that's okay with you. Yeah, totally. Okay, so I actually got a lot of this from my from a book that my sister read, and I read after her. Um, I believe it's called um, the Japanese way of taking care of your skin, hmm. and it is really has changed the way that I looked about skincare. So what I do now is I wash my face first thing in the morning. I do a tonic. After that, I do a serum, and then after that, a hydrating cream. And these are all natural products. If you go to a 
local drugstore or a Sephora, it can be super expensive. So I would not recommend that, but there's a bunch of them online and on Amazon that you can get that really, really are affordable. And sometimes you can be surprised that they're actually cheaper than the stuff that you can get in a drugstore. Yeah, so, just a point on that, because you also mentioned that, um, like from my experience as well, we can kind of do too much and kind of strip away the beneficial oils and the good bacteria on your skin, which was was what I was doing when I was going through really bad acne. I was literally touching my face all day, putting these like creams and lotions and whatever on my skin. Some of them not, you know, very natural. Um, and I had no idea that it was making it so much worse. And now I literally have like the most simple routine. I use like essential oils and stuff like that and yeah my skin has never been less oily like clearer so I think it's also important to note that not go too far with it but then having like the appropriate um like you are mentioning the specific appropriate products that yeah. are clean as well and that book sounds really cool I'm definitely going to check yeah, that out. Amazing. I can yeah sorry to interrupt you but I definitely can relate to all of that as well. Yeah, I can definitely send you with the link so you can link it down below for anyone who is going to be interested in that book. Definitely, yes. Yeah, so, and like you're saying, we don't want to overcomplicate it. So that's my morning routine. My night routine is very similar. The only thing is, is that I want, I take my makeup off with oils, like you said before. So I take it off with oils, wash my face, do the tonic, do the serum, and then do a night cream. And that is it. I don't do midday or anything. Maybe after my workout, I'll just wipe my face with a cloth or something like that, but nothing crazy. Just in the morning, in the night, you want to, don't want to overcomplicate it. Like you said. Totally. Are there any like specific um, natural products that you like that aren't um, already formulated? Like, I don't know. I've already done like matcha, <laughs> matcha, green tea mask or like honey mask or bentonite clay, things like that. Yeah. So honestly, I'm kind of, I take the, the shortcut with this. So I usually do buy products that are already ready. Um, I don't really, I'm not that big on doing it yourself. I think it's amazing, but I honestly am very short on time usually yeah. during the day. So I just try to opt in for more natural. And like I said, like when you look into it, you can really find amazing products that are all completely natural. They're going to be a little bit expensive, but you know, time is money. So <laughs> um, that's what happens. But um, one thing that I really, really loved is definitely using, like you said, essential oils on your skin, which is amazing. Even if you do have oily skin, I know it can sound weird to put even more oil on your skin, but trust me, it really, really helps. Totally. I was also like, how is this going to help? But my skin was so oily before I literally had to like pat it down like multiple yeah. times a day. And now that I use these oils, I literally have like no shininess. Um, but just important to know, always dilute them. I use like jojoba oil. So have a carrier oil when you dilute the essential oils in there. Um, but yeah, total game changer. Totally agree with you. Yeah. So like I said, I'm still, I'm not very, I'm still a little bit new to the whole external part of healing your skin. So all the skincare products and everything, I'm quite new to that. Um, I only been doing it for about three or four months, but beside like, like I said, I am mostly doing everything from the internal. That's what I specialize in the most. But, um, but like I said, these are these simple things that really just do help. Um, like you, you're talking about like these whole oils and stuff like that. I don't really use them as much, 
but yeah when you have natural products it it all takes up for that so yeah and of course the internal is where you really need to focus um like for me and you we found that I mean, for me, I was um, spending so much money on topical treatments when my skin was so bad, but it wasn't until I started addressing internal that I literally don't have to spend much money anymore on the topical treatments because my skin is so much better, right? So definitely want to start with the internal focus on that. Um, And then another point that you made um, with kind of buying already formulated products, that's amazing if you find like obviously a good quality one, um, organic, you know, without all the crap in it. Um, but then I don't know if you've either, if you've tried ewg.org, just because a lot of people have trouble kind of identifying if it's a good product or not, but they have like a database and ratings of different, lots of different brands and it will show you, okay, is this like a clean one or not? So for people who are starting out who really don't know, I would definitely encourage you to try out ewg.org and it kind of goes through like, um, you know, the worst products and then ones that are clean and then it does a rating scale of all of it. So that's a good place to start. That's amazing. When I started for sure, I had a list of products that, a list of ingredients. So I'd look at the back of a product and see if these ingredients are there. And if they did have it, I wouldn't buy them. But that's even more amazing. I honestly didn't know that. I'm actually Polish. So I'm from Poland. I live in Poland. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I live in Poland most of the time of the year. So I definitely try to base on Polish products because they're local and everything. So I don't really know how it is here in the States, but I do have a lot of friends here and I've talked to them about this and they definitely have told me that on Amazon and different websites, you, like you probably said, um, you can find these type of products that are also super healthy and organic and don't have all that crap in them. <laughs> I totally relate to the list I literally had on my notes. It was so long, though, and it would take me so long. Yes, me too. <laughs> there's an easier way yeah (laughs) but um but then i also think that in europe it's they have stricter regulations so it's a little bit easier there's more natural stuff um so yeah anybody in canada and us ewd.org definitely check it out well joanna that was an awesome conversation thank you so much for telling all of your knowledge and experience with us where can we find you and what are you up to these days so like i said i am a health and what sorry when is this going up uh, this is going <laughs> up probably in February sometime. Okay, okay, awesome. I just wanted to know what I was supposed to Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, cool. So, like I said before, I am a health and fitness coach and I help women transform their bodies so they can feel confident and healthy. You can find me on Instagram at J-O-J-O-Anna underscore fit so that's joe joanna underscore fit on instagram that's where i do most of my social media you can also find me on facebook at joanna krisiak that's k-r-y-s-i-a-k but most of my focus these days is on instagram and that's where most of i have most of the contact with my clients and my audience so you can definitely find me easily on there amazing well be sure to put in all of your links to check you out i'll be sure to put that book as well and any links that we talked about in the show notes so you guys can check it out thank you so much for coming on today and uh, happy new year since it's uh, new year tomorrow (laughs) amazing have an awesome year i can't wait for 2019